I'm Patrick Reynolds, founder of Kenzai, and this is Welcome to Your Body. In this podcast, we explore the ins and outs of fitness and health and try to get the deeper question of what actually makes you happy in your body and your life. Today we'll talk about that issue head on. There's a comic which someone sent me a few years ago, which is a very simple line drawings. In the first panel, there's a kind of chubby character cartoonish character and he's just saying I hate myself next panel is that same character and you can tell he's lost a lot of weight he's a skinny guy now and all it says is nope that wasn't it and I'll put this comic in the the show notes of course I like this comic because it, it, it gets to the fact that your mental health and your happiness are not just based on how you look so when people are running around with the assumption that if I had the six-pack, if I had a great body, I would automatically be happier. How couldn't I be? And it's not necessarily true. So let's talk about it. Most people, they start getting into shape because they think it's an easy first step to a better life. There's a lot of happily ever after thinking, but the reality is a lot more nuanced. At Kenzai, in my work, we get to see thousands of people a year go through the program and have that thrill of transformation. When people are seeing their abs for the first time, they're getting compliments from strangers, they fit into their old clothes, and it's a really rewarding experience for everyone involved. There's no denying it's a happy, joyful experience. But what happens after that initial thrill wears off is a lot more complicated. After months of hard work and discipline and sweat, you finally have this body which you thought you always wanted. But are you actually any happier? I look good. I mean, really good. Hey, everyone! Come and see how good I look! If you're expecting a lot of external validation for your new fit body, you're going to be disappointed. It's it's really amazing how quickly your physique becomes the new normal for the people around you. You're going to get a lot of kudos and congratulations for getting in shape, but no one actually goes and congratulates anyone for staying in shape. In a few short months, people will forget that you were ever out of shape, and you'll just be, hey, you're that fit person who brings your own lunch to the office like a weirdo. It won't be long before you start getting these comments like, yeah, you're just naturally lean. I wish I had your kind of metabolism. You're so lucky. This, of course, is infuriating because you know how hard you worked to get into this shape. And the other rough spot is that your toned abs and arms and your nice-looking glutes, they're all usually covered by clothes. And even if people know they're there, they don't treat you any differently. It's just another part of the sketch people have in their heads about you. For example, oh, that guy, he's got medium heights, brown hair, he's in good shape, he likes Italian food, he drives a blue car. That's about the extent of the attention you're going to get for having a good physique. It's just one small note in people's list about what makes you you. You're not going to get a lot of external validation once you go through your initial transformation. So will you be feeling any happier from within? This is actually really complicated. 
If you're the kind of person who's driven enough to stop making excuses and finally get in really good shape, you're also the kind of person who's going to keep on expecting better of yourself even after you've shaped up. Most people who get in shape, they never feel finished with their physical pursuits. I've never, in 15 years of doing this, met someone who trains seriously and who isn't consciously or subconsciously adopting new goals as they train. When you're working hard on your body, you're actually not going to have too many ecstatic, I love my body, I love the way I look moments. You're going to have a lot of, yeah, I'm doing okay, but I really should work on this. I need to do spend a little time on that. I don't like the way that looks. You're going to have a lot of those moments. You're never going to feel finished. And this is a good thing. It means that you, you stay sharp, you stay motivated, you have a reason to keep working out. But it's not exactly happiness. It's not a feeling of utter contentment with where you are. So if, like that comic suggests, getting in shape doesn't actually make you happier, why do it at all? The best analogy I can think of is that of money. So David Lee Roth. You know I ain't lying to you. I'm only gonna tell you one time. David Lee Roth has this quote where he says, Money can't buy you happiness, but it can buy you a yacht big enough to pull right alongside it. We all know that money isn't necessary to have a filling and happy life. But having some of it definitely spares you from a lot of the annoyance and misery that life can bring. Money doesn't buy happiness, but poverty can't buy anything. There's been a lot of studies about this. Uh, one of the studies from Princeton showed that as a person's income rises, their happiness increases pretty steadily. So making $40,000 a year made people a lot happier than making $20,000 a year. And $60,000 a year made them even happier. But they found this effect topped out at the $75,000 rate. After that, getting more and more income didn't change their day-to-day happiness. So the idea was that at $75,000 a year, people were able to pay off their basic needs and have a little extra for financial security and some simple pleasures. And of course, this number will vary depending on your area, cost of living. I think your fitness level works exactly the same way as a yearly salary. Being in great shape doesn't make you happier, but it sets you up to do the things that will make you happy. And being out of shape with low muscle tone and a lot of body fat will actively get in the way of your search for happiness. The truth is, when you're in good shape, you can simply get more of the fun and the, the marrow out of life. It doesn't matter if you're at the club on a Friday night or in the park with your kids on Sunday morning, you're gonna be confident in yourself and you're gonna be able to enjoy the experience fully as a participant, not just an onlooker. Clothes are gonna fit well, you're gonna look great, you're gonna recover from injuries faster, you're gonna you're gonna be able to run up a flight of stairs to catch a train if you need to, you can go on long hikes, you can enjoy scenery without feeling like you're exhausted and dying. The list goes on and on, and it's all about the experiences that being fit opens up to you. Those experiences are what turns on the happiness faucet. So if, as that study suggested, $75,000 was the age at which happiness got topped out by income, and after that it was all just extra without much benefit, what is that point for fitness? What point are you getting the most benefit 
from your health without spending inordinate amounts of time and energy on diet and exercise. This is hard to pin down, but there are a few clear benchmarks that I can think of. The first benchmark, not getting winded through the course of your daily life. If you have a busy and active day and you're running around and you're doing stuff and you never feel short of breath, that's a really good sign that you've reached that median level of fitness. Another good one is just what I call the jiggle. As you move and run and play, you know that feeling when you feel after landing from a jump or something, a little bit of wobble and jiggle in the system. Or when you go for a jog, if every stride you're feeling that jiggle, 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 jiggle. That kind of tells me if you're not feeling that, if you're feeling nice and tight whenever you move, that you're in a good place. Uh, that doesn't mean you're this super low body fat and you can have an eight pack. You're not going to feel a jiggle pretty much under 15% body fat for men and about 20% for women. So no jiggling is a good time. Another easy one is do you have a flat stomach in your clothes? When you can stand in front of a mirror and turn to the side and you see that your stomach is not protruding beyond the plane of your torso, that's a really good indication that you've reached a good sustainable fitness point and you can get a lot of happiness from that. Another good one is if you find yourself looking forward to exercising. If you had a busy day and you couldn't get to your exercise, whatever it is, and you feel frustrated, that's a really good sign. It means that your brain is wired to look forward to and crave exercise as a default. And that's telling you that you've made it to a good place with your health and fitness. Another one, if you have kids or if you have nieces or nephews, uh, keeping up with your kids, with little kids. When you can spend time with young children and not take a break and be able to really enjoy their world with the silly games and the running around in circles, that's a great sign that you have maintained your fitness and you can stay happy with it. Finally, last one. I like this one a lot. When you wake up hungry, that's a really good sign. It means that you are controlling your eating, your portions, especially in the evening. And it's just a good way to start the day. You wake up, you're ready to eat some food, to get down to the business of living. That's much better than waking up in a groggy stupor and kind of eating breakfast because you're hungry, but not really. That just means that you've been eating a bit too much, especially in the evening. So all of these benchmarks I just gave you, they have nothing to do with your body fat or your resting heart rate or how defined your abs are. These benchmarks are attainable by anybody who's willing to put in the basic work of nutrition and exercise. If you found those benchmarks to be true, and I'll run through here one more time, uh, not getting winded in daily life, being able to move without feeling a jiggle, having a flat stomach in your clothes, looking forward to your exercise sessions, not dreading them, keeping up with small kids, and waking up hungry. If those things are all true for you, then you know you have made it to that basic level of fitness that's going to get you the most happiness. You're getting a good cost-benefit ratio for your fitness efforts. Now, if you're missing some of those benchmarks, don't get too down about it. Unlike the salary situation where you're not going to magically find $75,000 a year, you have to work really hard for it, fitness is not that far away and it's not that hard and it's also pretty much free. Some ratty gym clothes and the produce aisle of your supermarket are literally all you need to get to that basic standard of fitness that's going to make you happy. It's waiting for you. Just go pick it up and do it. Thanks for listening to Welcome to Your Body. If you are looking for a little help on this journey, join a Kendai program. 
We will teach you how to do the basic things, get you the most results for the minimum amount of effort, and show you how easy it is to stay sane, a healthy, and happy life. See you next week.